For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. For more than 100 years, American Humane has been helping our best friends in their worst times during hurricanes, tornadoes, and increasingly wildfires. They're real heroes to these animals. But Mother Nature isn't the only danger that animals face. Sometimes it's human nature that's the greatest threat. Each year, more than six million beautiful adoptable animals are being abandoned and more than a million are euthanized before they can be rescued. These animals need heroes too. Heroes to open up their hearts and homes and to give them the love they deserve. Be a hero to an animal in need. Consider becoming an American Humane Rescue Volunteer or adopt from your local shelter. Visit AmericanHumane.org to find out how you can be a hero and help our best friends in their worst times. WOMI and WOMIOwensboro.com Welcome to the Talk Radio Countdown Show with Doug Steffen, counting down what America's talking about. The Talk Radio Countdown. No experiments today. This is the this is the DJV interpretation, if you will, of the big items. Companion piece to the official talk radio countdown show. I'm Doug Steffen here with my colleagues Jennifer Horn and Victoria Keelan to take a, a gander. If you'll take a shot with our thoughts on the uh, big stories of the week. According to the research done at Talkers Magazine, where you can find Talkers Radio, Talkers Television, list is published every week. At number 10... Ladies, the focus on these big storms. There's a big storm this past week that went through the Caribbean uh, that uh, seemed to make uh, landfall like uh, Jamaica got badly hit and then went into the Yucatan. But this is late in the season for these storms. How many other? How many named storms altogether, Victoria? They ran out. That's why we're in the we're in the Greek alphabet now. We yeah. re- went through the English alphabet, and mm-hmm. now this is that was Hurricane Ita. So I don't know how many more we're going to have, but it was well, really we're, rough, we rough season. We're, yeah, we're really kind of, uh, although this they say late. that the yeah, hurricane season runs from late. June to the end of November, this is late for these kind of storms. Yep. So does that mean that the world is coming to an end because uh, we're not taking care well, of it? Well, there are lots of climate patterns that have changed. So, yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's a big part of it. Right. Uh, although you've mentioned also, I think, it, is it La Nina this year? Is that what you uh, said? This is La Nina. This is a La yeah. Nina year instead of El yeah. Nino. Mm-hmm. Uh, which refers to the warmth, the temperature of the water uh, in the uh, mid-Pacific along the equator. Uh, that's where uh, somehow or other the winds begin to change. And it affects usually when it comes to Southern California, La Nina is a dry winter in California, Jennifer, or is it La Nina is dry and El Nino is wet. Wet. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So this winter should be pleasant for those of us who hope to find solace too bad because we <laughs> could use some go. some rain yep well in the new england we have had a really dry summer a lot of droughts around the country that have been extinguished by a lot of the rain that's come up but if you go away from the mississippi and ohio river valleys to the west especially very dry very dry summer number nine on the list our relationship with uh, some of our friends and some of our enemies i.e. we always focus on China, Russia, and uh, Iran. There have been some terror attacks this week in, in, uh, in uh, Europe. Uh, so one wonders what, what's the latest, what stirs them up? Is it just a continuum or is there something that gets these things? Is there, I, don't, I, don't begin, I don't even begin to understand why it is that some of these people are compelled at certain times to go on the rant. Uh, is it just a, it's a lifelong thing? Okay, we're going to do jihad and that's it. Is that is that too simplistic? What what well, what was going on that these attacks were well, it's prompted? Not, see, here's the thing. It's people, and we haven't had to talk about it here because since Trump has been president, we haven't had a terrorist attack on American soil. But 
ISIS is about an ideology. It's about, they think they're doing good. They think they're mm -hmm. acting for God and that this right. is their, I mean, this is their greatest ruling factor. So to try to say it was one event that's, you know, created the catalyst for an well, attack like this, no. And it, it's, it's the best example one can come up with, with the vagaries of religion and taking religion to the nth degree. My religion's better than yours. Uh, and I'm the, I'm the person that you should listen to because uh, I'm closer to God than you are, you know, that kind of nonsense. And there's a lot of it in almost every religion, when all religions are man-made. So, you know... Well, and they take, you know, you have a lot of people who argue about Islam and about, uh, you know, the majority of them argue about the Quran and about, the, and are peaceful. But mm -hmm. the people that you're seeing are extremists who uh, believe that everything spelled out in the Quran in terms of uh, violence should be uh, perpetrated on uh, people to create change. And that's just what we no, see. To get them to believe what we believe or you're dead. Right. That's right. a little more basic uh, rendering of what, what they're thinking, of that group anyway. Number eight, social media and political bias. Have we seen a lot of that uh, this <laughs> political season? Boy, I think you really have. I think it has really uh, weakened the impact of social Everyone's media. Everyone's out of the closet. I mean, it's just, it's, there's no hiding people's disgusting, crazy bias anymore. It's just all mm -hmm. there. It's all there. But there's also so much stuff that's just complete misinformation. And I, I think what's going to happen after this election cycle, I think smart people are going to just take a Dump big them. step back. And yeah. no, I mean, social media is not going anywhere, but I think a lot of smart people are going to take a step back and anything that's political that they're seeing on Twitter, especially, I, I don't think, I think people are going to be hesitant to just retweet anything that they see. And right now that's what's happening. And it's, it's conspiracy theories and it's, I mean, it's so much information, blatant mm -hmm. lies. Uh, it's just, it's crazy. So see, I, I hope know, that it changes because it, social media needs to just be entertainment and that's it. I'll use an example of where the editorializing, I guess, from social media and from the mainstream media by the news media by, ex by extension is in play with one of probably our top story of the week. I can't imagine anything is probably bigger than the, than the president, presidential election. Yesterday, uh, well, this week, President Trump all along, actually, has been saying that he has instances of voter fraud and that he sees corruption going on. And what was the headline? Trump blatantly lies about voter fraud. Now, no one knows that because they haven't seen the lawsuits that are coming out yet. So instead, the media just jumps to the conclusion that Trump is panicking and editorializes that he is blatantly lying. People on social media are, are marking that as a conspiracy theory when we haven't even seen the lawsuits that are coming out yet about what they've seen. Because in some places, like Nevada, there are 10,000 people names on a voter on a register on a uh on a voter roll that voted that are either dead or moved out of the state that's real and it needs to be investigated so to say and to i guess to editorialize that he's blatantly lying or to market his misinformation they don't know that that's a political statement and it's, i guess that's you I know you have to let this stuff play at, out at this point i would like to think that there uh, that there, i would like to give more credit to the american public maybe than they deserve uh, in terms of having enough sophistication to realize what garbage there is in and amongst the social media crowd that is f focused on voter fraud claims and exaggerations of this, exaggerations of that, you whatever think, it is. You would think, though, Doug, but some of it is really sophisticated. My yeah. uh, One of my good friends, who is a Harvard lawyer, sent me a tweet the other day that from the AP, the Associated Press, it was a, a, a screenshot of the tweet that where they called Nevada for, for Biden. It was a Arizona. fake tweet. Oh, no, no, this yeah, was a couple okay, days ago. Okay. Yeah, it was a fake tweet. And she yeah. realized, like, an hour later, she goes, oh, my God, I totally, she goes, I, because she follows AP News on Twitter, and mm -hmm. she said, I thought that this was a real tweet, and it's not. I had already mm -hmm. done the research. I knew it was a fake tweet. I knew it wasn't real. But, I mean, you know, it's, but the it's, it's not an education it. thing. It's, it's, these are, these are very sophisticated fakes right. and that people they, are seeing well, and retweeting. To go further than that, I, you know, I told you this week about uh, the, uh, e the email I got from Amazon, saying that right. I, congratulations, we just shipped you your new $6,000 computer. 
They want congratulations. You got my birthday gift. Congratulations, you now have malware if you click on that link. Yeah. So congratulations, we own your computer. Yeah. These are. This is not. You know, there. Yeah. Are there stupid people on Facebook who are retweeting and reposting everything that they see? Yes. But for the most part, I think a lot of this stuff is really more sophisticated than we think it is, and it's and it's pretty easy. You'd have to really dig into it um, to find out if well, you're reposting something that's legitimate. I think what we've got is the influence of, to go back to our foreign relations, the Islamic influence, the Russian influence, the Chinese influence, not to be downplayed at all, although I guess we felt better this year about their interference. It wasn't as much uh, obvious connection between some of the stuff on social media and uh, or the, uh, the these three countries and others messing around uh, with um, the election getting into various websites so who you know under the circumstances it's kind of like buyer beware reader and user beware number seven the uh, situation with education we'll talk about that after these words here on the talk radio review with victoria keelan jennifer horn and doug stefan have you gained the quarantine 15? Or maybe it's 20, 30, or even more by now. Well, you can get your weight back on track by using Calitrin. Just listen to what everyone is saying. My name is Jessica. I'm from the state of Texas, and I've been taking Calitrin. I take it um, both for weight loss and for the health benefits. I have lost 50 pounds, and I take it every night to help me sleep, and I feel I'm better rested in the morning after I've taken it. My name is John. I am from Lafayette, Louisiana, and I have lost 59 pounds on Calitrin. Hi, this is Beth from Texas, and I've been using Calitrin and found that it has improved my life immeasurably. I use it for arthritis pain. The pain is gone. I am able to get up in the morning and move around without any discomfort. Calitrin is drug-free, stimulant-free, and has a huge 86% success rate with 90 days. Check out Calitrin's big sale at toploss.com. That's toploss.com. With your Mayo Clinic Radio Health Minute, I'm Joel Street. It sounds like science fiction. We're dropping the fiction part. Dr. Andre Terzik underscores innovations in regenerative medicine as transformative in healthcare, from building new tissues and organs to triggering your body to heal itself. Let's say you cut your skin and the skin will heal on its own. That ability that is very preeminent with the skin we would like to see with other organs. The present and future of regenerative medicine could be applied to help heal heart disease, life-threatening cancer, musculoskeletal and neurological diseases, and injuries and even create new organs for transplantation. It's very important to create true hope for patients, true solutions that are verifiable, validated through clinical studies. It's a transformative view of medicine, from managing patient symptoms to truly going after the root cause of the problem. The word cures will be increasingly real. For more information, talk with your health care provider or visit mayoclinic.org. Do you have constipation with belly pain, straining, and bloating that keeps coming back? Take the five-question gut check to see if it could be more than occasional constipation. It could be irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBS-C. Linzess, or linaclotide, is a prescription medication that treats IBS-C in adults. Linzess is not a laxative. It works differently. Linzess helps relieve belly pain and lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than 6, and it should not be given to children 6 to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor about whether Linzess is right for you. Go to linzess.com to take the five-question gut check. That's L-I-N-Z-E-S-S dot -S com. Or call 1-800-LINZESS. All right, let's go back to our overview of the hot hits in News Talk Radio. The situation in our school system, there already was a crisis, if you want to use that word, before the pandemic, and now it's even worse. I was talking to a friend of mine who runs a garage, and he has uh, his two sons in the uh, uh, working with them one of them is a graduate of uh, a, a college that prepares you to run a you know business like that and the other one is a 12 year old kid who's in the seventh grade uh, who uh, goes to work with his dad every day and he has an office with a computer and he does his lessons 
with the various teachers, uh, seventh grade English and history. I was talking to him about it yesterday. What are you learning? And he looked at me. He said, not much. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, here's an hour and a half. That's all the kids required to do online. Uh, he's a smart kid anyway, but he's picking up all the stuff that he knows from working with his brother and his father, not from being online looking at some... You I know. think there's going to be a really big deficit with this uh, at home learning. There are yeah. horror stories in California about how now people are just falling off. The kids aren't even going to school anymore. No. Within the LA they're Unified not paying School District. So the, yeah, they're not reporting in. They're just disappearing. Uh, and yeah. It's just it's having a big stupid. vacation on the streets. Yeah. Yep. And so the that's why, that's one of the reasons I say, you know, I'm sorry about the COVID and I don't want people to get sick, but we better take hold of ourselves this society is going to melt and that's exactly what the chinese wanted anyway when they came up with this uh, virus and as uh, they continue to do what they do to screw up the world or at least america with uh, the murder hornets and this other stuff uh, it's just it uh, there and we're falling for it we are falling right into the right into that hole at uh, 21 half the hour this is the talk radio review Guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. You're going to be a wonderful mom. And I can't wait to be a grandpa. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. I struggled to connect with almost everyone and preferred being alone. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. In fact, I called Jim first with the news about my granddaughter, Lizzie. Hey, Jim, I'm going to be a grandfather. Congratulations, Dave. Hey, let's get together and celebrate. Well, as long as you're not grilling. My pride was my armor, but I didn't know it then. I couldn't put it into words. I was sad, was scared, I felt alone. I didn't know how to reach out, so I hid behind anger and silence. But then I decided to listen to Jim and I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. I'll be honest, the first few months were tough. When I left the military, I was excited for a fresh start, but civilian life has been harder than I thought it would be. Figuring out a new career while also being a good mom, wife, and friend. Some days I'm barely keeping my head above water. And with the transition and everything I'm juggling, I'm spread too thin. I finally realized that it's hurting my mental health. To get back to enjoying life again, I needed to get help. Opening up to someone was a big step for me. I, I saw that I'm not alone and that there are tools to help me overcome what I'm going through. With support, I feel like I'm heading in the right direction. Discover how other women veterans like me have learned to thrive after military service by taking care of themselves and their mental health. Visit maketheconnection.net slash women veterans. WOMI and WOMIOwensboro.com. We're counting down what America's talking about. The Talk Radio Countdown Show continues. The Talk Radio Countdown. Moving back into the fold here, the um, top ten items from Talkers Magazine this week. Number six is a focus on the economy. I'm not sure what to make of the economy. I went into uh, a lumber market this week to buy something. I'm doing some uh, renovations on one of the barns, and I bought some lumber. And I thought, you know, I figured the place would be kind of slow. Uh, but the guy who runs the department said to me that with the interest rates as low as they are, people are building like crazy. I, another guy that I do work with uh, who runs an excavating company uh, he's been tearing houses down in a nearby community, Wellesley. Uh, they're paying eight, nine hundred thousand dollars for basically a lot with a junk house on it there. And this guy, this company, bought twenty different lots, ripping them down, building up the houses. Uh, you know, two million dollar house on an eight hundred thousand dollar lot, and they're selling. Puts a sign out, and they're gone in a day or two. But we didn't vote the economy this time, did we? Mm -hmm. Really? 
Hmm? No, I think what? for some, I think some people. I mean, I I did. <laughs> I did mean, you? Yeah. I, yeah I, I mean, I think that Trump will be better for the economy than Biden. But um, so I think it's, for some people, I think the economy and coronavirus are very linked. You know, I think there are a lot of people like me who want us to take a virus seriously, but also want to get people back to work and school, and and you know, are looking for that gray area. I think we're capable of it. And so I think the economy has a lot of tentacles in coronavirus, actually, as we talk about it. And I know as far as ballot issues in California, we had several that impact taxes and and things. So I think people, the economy was a thread for many. You know, one of the things, thank you for bringing that up, because it brings me back around to thinking about all of the tax reforms that are always proposed uh, by the various candidates. I'm going to cut your taxes. I'm going to tax 400,000 or more, all of that stuff. You know, if you really looked at the history of all of that stuff, there really isn't a lot of teeth or there aren't a lot of results. There are little short bursts of results or impact from these tax changes. And then things pretty much go back to the way they are. It's more about regulation. I mean, regulations, I think, are the, I mean, the lifting of a lot of regulations are what I think is better for the country because I'm a less, I want less government, not more government. I want less intervention. I want the the right stuff to be dumped, not the wrong stuff. And this time around. Lifting regulations on logging in a forest in Alaska that's been protected since the 90s, that's not a regulation that I wanted lifted. And Mm. that's that's a lot of the people in Alaska did. I mean, no, actually, actually only one in the five, uh, only one one out of five people who voted for it. It was it was a very low margin. It's not it's not something that people wanted at all. So it but you know that didn't make mainstream news because we've got an election going on. But mm-hmm. those are the types of regulations that are horrible for the environment. And I, I the, you know I, I don't want more regulations on stuff that doesn't make sense. But I don't want to remove regulations on things that are going that have been in place to protect. Uh, the environment. I mean, that's literally that forest, the Tonga Forest, is the they, they call that, that's the lungs of North America. So, I don't know. It's just I well, I, 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 I think a lot of people voted of on, uh, voted There against are more Trump. trees in America now than there ever have been, and that happened that in part because... That one forest alone, that's what, that's, that's what it's yeah, been called. Yeah, up there, yeah, but I'm talking about in, in the 40, the lower 48, there are way more trees now, and interestingly enough, it started uh, with the Obama administration committing to plant X number of trees, that they first were going to shut down 50,000 acres of farmland and plant trees there. They didn't do that, but they did seed, literally and figuratively, uh, trees in areas where it was, you know, it was was kind of a, not, didn't get a lot of attention, but what they did was require companies or incentivize PG, what is it, what's the Pacific Gas and Electric, PGE? those kind of companies to clean up their act and plant new trees. Yeah, uh, but then guess what the problem was with that? And we saw it in California with their complete failure is that they decided to go with the environmental regulations instead of strengthening their infrastructure. And then mm-hmm. now we have PG&E sparking fires and burning down all those trees that they planted. So yep, that, was, that, was, that was it. Yeah, it was counterproductive. 28 past yeah. the hour on the count radio. The count radio. Good, Doug. The talk radio count. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. Stop aging now. Restore those joints. Boost your strength because it's official. Nutramedical has released the most exciting, powerful anti-aging supplement on the market. Dr. Bill Deagle's Red Deer Velvet DR has been approved by the U.S. Patent Office. Imagine stem cell rejuvenation all in one capsule without huge expense. Dr. Bill MD discovered that as an unborn baby grows in the mother's womb, he or she does not deteriorate or physically age. Red Deer Velvet DR, like the uterus, provides 300 biomolecules and six hormones protected in one special DR capsule that delivers lipid packages directly into your circulation. This patented technology bypasses the stomach and is released into the small bowel unaltered by digestive enzymes and stomach acid. Remember, Red Deer Velvet DR. Improve endurance, stimulate your immune system, increase learning ability, and even improve sexual libido with Red Deer Velvet DR. Click NutriMedical.com. That's N-U-T-R-I Medical.com. Or call toll-free 888-212-8871 and get on the road to a newer, rejuvenated, happier you. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, the Mineral Doctor. You've heard me talk about 90 for Life for years. 
60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, 2 fatty acids. You may not know this, that I've actually designed Arthur decks for animals. That's right. Your pets need 90 for life, too. Get this essential pet product by calling 877-279-9422. That's 877-279-9422. Again, 877-279-9422. You are listening to GCN. WOMI and WOMIOwensboro.com. This is the Kentucky News Network. Governor Bashir released the latest COVID 19 numbers, calling them truly frightening. The governor didn't have a briefing Friday, so he released the numbers in an email. He reported 2,302 new cases, the third highest number of new daily cases. The counties with the most positive cases were Jefferson, Fayette, Kenton, and Hardin counties. The positivity rate has now gone up to 6.7%, the highest since June 1st. Ten new deaths bring Kentucky's COVID-related death toll to 1,544. I'm Suzanne Duval. The Breeders' Cup at Keeneland has produced an early favorite for next year's Kentucky Derby. Essential Quality and Luis Saez have won the TVG Breeders' Cup Juvenile. The Breeders' Cup continues tomorrow with nine more races. I'm Paul Miles. This is the Kentucky News Network. Hey Kentucky, it's time to reconnect. That's right, Connect, the name that brought affordable, quality health coverage to every Kentuckian, is back. And now there's more to the story. The new Connect is also your simple, one-stop entry to a whole host of benefits and resources for you and your family. And like before, just go to connect.ky.gov to get started. We're all in this together. And for a healthier, happier Kentucky, things are definitely looking up. Connect, together for a better Kentucky. The 2021 Honda ATV lineup is here to prove it's possible to work smarter and harder. With the power to get the job done, the technology to make it easier, and tried and tested quality to keep you moving forward, the only thing left to add is you. Then you'll understand how life is better on a Honda. Honda recommends ATVs for riders 16 years and older and recommends that all ATV riders take a training course. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. WOMI and WOMIOwensboro.com. Welcome to the Talk Radio Countdown Show with Doug Steffen, counting down what America's talking about. The Talk Radio Countdown. Second half hour of the Talk Radio Review for uh, this, the first full week of November. Doug Steffen with Jennifer Horn, Victoria Keelan here. We're going through the top 10 items as determined by the Folks Talkers magazine. So at number five, uh, the Walter Wallace video, among other things, continued call for police reform, a situation with various uh, race issues and problems in our country. Does this ever go away? Does it ever get fixed? Do we keep shooting black guys? You know, do the police get it? All of these questions. What are we really doing other than talking about reforming how the police departments work in my own community? Uh, the mayor just appointed a black man who'd been in the police department since 2008 to be the new chief. He's respected and liked by the others in the department. It's good cop. Uh, she appointed him because she's black and she wanted a black police chief. But the police recognize that actually uh, she's not done a lot of good stuff since she's been mayor. And she stumbled on this one because he's actually a good cop and will be a good chief. Uh, but, uh, you know. It's that whole business about counting and checking off the boxes uh, that seems to be a problem here. So superficial and artificial when at a time we need good thinkers, we need people to be well-intentioned, we need them to do their job. And the question comes, ladies, about what is their job? What are they supposed to be doing? The social uh, stuff has been very much in focus in our local community 
and uh, there was a, a, a sort of a report done as to how much time police spend doing social fixes, if you will. And I think if we look around the country where you are in New Jersey, Victoria, where Jennifer is in California, a lot of police time is spent doing things that are not really police business. Oh, well, even when it is police business, I, I, I was driving on, I live on the ocean in New Jersey, and I was driving down Ocean Ave last week, and I saw this girl who looked like she was maybe 17, like she had just gotten her license, and she was pulled over, and there was a female cop talking to her in the window, and two other cop cars, each with two cops in each car, pulled up, like, for backup. It's like, this is a 17-year-old girl yeah. who probably ran through a red light or was speeding well, or whatever. You know what that and is we, indicative why do we need three cop cars? Wait, that's, I mean, what if, a, what if the there was something is, about a runaway? or what? I mean, you don't know what they were doing. Well, but you don't need six cops. Over. Right. I mean, no matter what, so says, Jennifer. Says you. What if, there, uh, what says if this me. is a kid? Right. What if uh, this is a kid who was kidnapped? What if this is a kid who's a runner? I mean, you don't know what they were doing. But, but you can figure that out pretty quickly. You don't. I don't I've know. seen don't this happen over and over again. I'm with you, Victoria, on this one. Yeah. There's too many police that aren't. They don't have enough to do. I was in a. I was in a. tons um, to do. They're not allowed area. to do anything in my well, area. Well, they, but you got the sheriff, you got the state troopers, you got the local police. And it's, I don't know, I mean, I've made my observations in California, but I know from having spent years and years and years in Florida, these guys are stepping all over each other. The sheriff's running around in his car uh, with his deputies. They have nothing, literally nothing to do. And the state troopers are out okay. on the highways so collecting this. money. There's no crime because there's a lot of cops in L.A. where they're stretched in. The crime is ridiculous. Well, the crime, there's the a way, lot of drug uh, crime in, in Florida. There's a lot, a lot of drug crime, but also misdemeanors. Now, people were walking in and theft. You can steal under $900 worth of stuff, and it's a misdemeanor mm. in California. Stealing is, is that, stealing. Yeah. I'm, that's, but you I'm people not walking that. into Walmart with a calculator and just walking out the door. Mm. So, And the police can't do anything about it. So our crime is up because we don't have the policing that we need. Well, well, it sounds like the, the laws are actually the messed up part, not the cops. Because if the law allows right. someone to steal, not well, then well, the opportunity. And actually, running. I'm glad you brought that what, up because what can more, what twenty, can, right? But what can more cops well, do? Prop, if the law prop is the twenty law? was on our ballot this time around. We're talking about the election, number one story of the week, and uh, in Los Angeles, we are in California. We have Prop Twenty to close the loopholes to make crimes, theft crimes like this, back to felonies again instead of misdemeanors, to make sure that date rape is actually considered a violent crime. Right now it's not. It's a misdemeanor. And right. child trafficking, same thing, a misdemeanor, not a violent and crime. California is And all these dumb women. People, people no, but all these dumb women in their, in their, well, maybe, but these dumb women in their pink hats who go marching around all But who would vote for that knowingly, state? Jen? I mean, no uh, one would. Well, then they're dumb. They need to educate themselves. Well, that's what I'm saying. The, ballot, so the way that it was written need to must get have it been right. misleading. Because there's no way any woman would vote for that. That's just well, stupid. It, they did, and it passed 69% to 30 A lot of ignorance in this country. We're not, we not teaching people how to think. We're teaching we them what to think. We need to change a law to make sure that ballot measures are written in a way that people can understand what the hell they're voting for. We had mm -hmm. one of those about I agree with you. peacetime, we had peacetime three veterans. Of those in Massachusetts. We yeah. had one here in New Jersey this year uh, legalizing marijuana. That was pretty straightforward. But we had one about peacetime veterans getting a tax deduction, a property tax deduction. It was so confusing because at first it had COVID in it and then it had veterans. So you see COVID and you see veterans and you go, of course I want to support veterans who maybe were impacted by COVID. It had nothing to do with either of those things. It's it's veterans who essentially have, have peacetime veterans who have never seen any action getting a, a, a property tax deduction. It was very confusing and no one knew what the hell they yeah, were voting for. We had for. the same thing here, but and I agree with you. I think we need to, to reform that, but yeah, they do ridiculous. it on purpose because they want to trick you. So people need to take responsibility and get it right. I mean, it, just because the rules are hard doesn't mean that people need to, to just give up. I mean, we have to do better as a country. We have to do better in my state. Because dumb stuff like this, where women can now go on a date, get drunk, and get raped, and the guy doesn't even get a park. I mean, it would be worse for him yeah, to get a parking insane. ticket. It's stupid. That's it's stupid. insane. It is insane. All right, number three is the uh, the, the situation with health care, COVID, things developing, the numbers are high, uh, mortality is low or lower, stats are higher, numbers of people getting this stuff higher, number of people dying lower, that kind of falls into the... Same category that Ken said, more people are going to get this for the next couple of months, but fewer people are going to die. Meanwhile, uh, what we have 
is the impact on not only the healthcare system and our individual lives, but also uh, our, the impact on our uh, whole economy and the business in general and what people ought to be doing. It's so simple, really, it seems at least so simple to deal with the biggest part of the problem, but yet there are many people in our society, especially between ages 19 and 29, that don't want to do the easy fix. So they should be the ones to suffer, not other people. And that's the problem with this thing. It's an equal opportunity distressor. So you sneeze at somebody or you're blowing your, you haven't got a mask on and you blow your whatever is in your body onto somebody else and they get sick and you have no, there's no recourse because you don't even really know who it is that's giving it to you. I just think that, that we've become so damn selfish in this country. Wow. It's, it's so obvious. I'm not going to do that because I don't have to, you moron. Uh, it just uh, okay help me do something talk about this or we'll move on i'm, I'm done uh, I, I think i just i believe people should be doing the right thing it's really hard for me to support any government mandate of things and i i i trust that people will do the right thing but, but they don't you know they don't sometimes they don't. i mean i don't see them so you guys tell me they don't that's fine i see most people wearing masks i see most people not yeah. just in this country wearing masks i see most people in the world wearing midwest. masks and staying a lot of people in the midwest are just not mid-south nah Forget it. that. I, you can go anywhere in New Jersey where I am and see people, unless you have to go into a store and everyone has to wear a mask if you go into a store get in. or yeah. into a business. But other than that, there are plenty of people just wandering. And it's usually, I hate to say it, and this is not, in, you know, I'm not, this is nothing against you, but it's older white guys. That's Thank the, you. every time you see a guy without a mask on, it's an older white guy. Really? It's just, it's, yeah, it's, hmm. there, it's just some sort of, I don't know, insecurity. They don't think it's masculine. I, I don't know. I don't know well, what it is. Maybe they can't breathe with it. But, no, you know, they're, my, they're, my old white guy co host, fine. my old white guy co host in Los Angeles is like, I can't breathe with this thing on. I've got yeah. a doctor's note. Belani. Oh, wow. Hey, he's got a doctor's note already. A doctor's no, note? I, I'm okay. talking about my other old white co host. Oh, Don. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll continue. Focus on congressional races and the presidential race as we round out this discussion about what's going on in News Talk Radio this week in a few moments. Now the list, the official list from Talkers Magazine from this past week of the big stories. According to the research, they've done listening to a lot of talk radio programs, talking to hosts, et cetera, et cetera. That's how they come up with these lists. At number 10, the weather, the big storms, and is climate change doing us in? Number 9, our relations with uh, the world of Islam and some of the terror attacks that have taken place, not in our country, but elsewhere around the world. Social media at number eight. Is there a political bias? Yes, the answer is yes. Educational, the well, the whole situation with schools and what's being accomplished or not, number seven. The economy, number six. Race relations, number five. Psychology and how we're feeling. Are we depressed or not? A lot of discussion about that, number four. COVID stats, number three. Congressional races, number two. And the presidential race, number one this week on the Talk Radio Countdown Show. 43 past the hour with Doug, Jen, and Victoria. The Talk Radio Countdown. With your Mayo Clinic Radio Health Minute, I'm Joel Street. It sounds like science fiction. We're dropping the fiction part. Dr. Andre Terzik underscores innovations in regenerative medicine as transformative in healthcare, from building new tissues and organs to triggering your body to heal itself. Let's say you cut your skin and the skin will heal on its own. That ability that is very preeminent with the skin we would like to see with other organs. The present and future of regenerative medicine could be applied to help heal heart disease, life-threatening cancer, musculoskeletal and neurological diseases, and injuries and even create new organs for transplantation. It's very important to create true hope for patients, true solutions that are verifiable, validated through clinical studies. It's a transformative view of medicine, from managing patient symptoms to truly going after the root cause of the problem. The word cures will be increasingly real. For more information, talk with your health care provider or visit mayoclinic.org. It can be difficult to notice that your brain may not be functioning as well as it used to. The signs of aging can be subtle, but now it's easy to do something about it. Help your brain with Prevagen. In a clinical trial, a subgroup of adults with mild age-related cognitive impairment taking only one Prevagen a day were shown to improve in measures related to memory. Prevagen, healthier brain, better life. 
Statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Freedom doesn't start in the White House. It starts in your house. Here's Helen Kriebel. The Michigan State Legislature spent weeks debating a bill that would pressure fast food restaurants to stop offering Happy Meals with gender-specific toys. There were committee hearings about the cultural effects of giving kids little race cars or Barbie dolls. Legislators worried about the practice of asking parents if they wanted the Happy Meals for boys or girls, possibly leading to identity crisis or worse. Surprisingly, no witness questioned whether or not there was any proper role for government in the issue. Examples were made of McDonald's and Burger King, but those are both private companies. The deals they make with their customers are private exchanges, none of the government's business. The free enterprise system is called free for a reason, and it's just not that complicated. For more information, check out our podcast at lensofliberty.org. It's important to think about your brain health as you get older. If you're experiencing a lack of sharpness or mild problems with recall, Prevagen can help. In a clinical trial, a subgroup of adults with mild age-related cognitive impairment taking only one Prevagen a day were shown to improve in measures related to memory. Keep your brain top of mind. Prevagen, healthier brain, better life. Statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I like a bed that's really firm. I need something a little softer than that. Rest easy. With the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed, you can both adjust your comfort with your Sleep Number setting. Can it really help me fall asleep faster? Yes, by gently warming your feet. Okay, but can it help keep us asleep? It senses your movements and automatically adjusts to keep you effortlessly comfortable. Sleep Number, proven quality sleep is life-changing sleep. And now, during our Veterans Day sale, save $1,000 on the Queen Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed, now $17.99. Only for a limited time. To learn more, go to sleepnumber.com. Time now for us to list the top stories and the top people from this past week, according to the research done at Talkers Magazine. This is a weekly event, and so we're happy to go through. So you have in your mind fixed what the real stories are uh, without any uh, silly stuff. Uh, on the people side of the ledger, Walter Wallace Jr. is at number 10. Amy Coney Barrett, number 9. These are the names of people who have been mentioned most frequently in the News Talk Radio world this past week. That's why we have a separate list from the big stories. Rudy Giuliani is eight. Dr. Fauci is number seven. Mitch McConnell is in sixth position. Nancy Pelosi in fifth. Barack Obama in fourth. The two vice presidential candidates, Pence and Harris, tied at three. Joe Biden is uh, two. I understand all that. I mean, there's, nothing, there's no magic to this, and Trump is number one. So that's the list of people here on the News Talk Radio Countdown, known as the Talk Radio Countdown. Hi, back into our Talk Radio Review. Say hi to Rick, everybody. He's enjoying hi, Rick. the program on a five-mile walk uh, this morning. It's not a bad thing. Get out there. So can we count exercise. his steps for ours? Because <laughs> that would be really nice. Thank you, Rick. If you could go six miles, that would be even better. <laughs> All right, let's get back to our uh, overview of the things, the hot hits. In News Talk Radio, Victoria Keelan, Jennifer Horn, Doug Steffen with his horsey voice. So some Republicans, Jennifer, seem to be breaking with the president over the uh, fraud claims. So how will that impact, if at all? The presidential race, I think, is pretty well decided. But and I don't know if there are congressional races uh, that still are in the offing. Seems to me. They're, they're I think anything can happen. The, the, really, the, the nation has adopted the California model. So in 2018, everyone went to bed on election night thinking something else. And then lo and behold, days and weeks after the election, a bunch of things started to flip. And there are, I could talk to you for about 20 minutes about just some of the you things that to. were implemented. I know, but that's why I won't do it now. But we could talk about that, about what the, what's actually happening. But um, I think there are some Republicans like Lindsey Graham and Ted Cruz who have been out there, and they've if Lindsey Graham's giving five hundred thousand dollars to the president's defense fund. So there are some that are standing with him. I think there are some who are scared, and you know, uh, what? Thing Wait a minute. So Lindsey Graham's giving five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, to Trump's defense the, fund. Where do you get the five hundred thousand bucks? 
I think you can. You have to use what's in your coffers left over from your campaign, probably. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's what I thought. So, so I, I don't know. know. I don't think it's a private donation, but I, in any case, that's what he pledged to do. And you know, I think there are, there are a lot of people who would who think that Trump single handedly saved the Republican Party by giving them some backbone because they were just getting rolled. So uh, I think there are a lot of Republicans who still kind of have that old school style, but the ones who have a new life, the backbone stands, and they'll stand. There are a lot of people who think. There were former Republicans like me that if they don't get a little bit more mainstream, uh, that the Republican Party be dead. I don't see. I mean, that hearing that, I don't see that that is really what's happening at the moment because there appears to be a 50-50 split pretty much in whether you're but voting you for a Republican, Republican or Democrat. You haven't voted for a Republican in a long time, so I, I voted I, local I for local Republicans. Yeah, but, but presidentially, voted. when was the last time for president you voted for a Republican? George Bush, the father. Thank you. That was, let me just remind you, that was 30 years ago. So, so you don't, unfortunately, you don't really have a seat at the table about the direction of the branch. How dare you? Yeah. Yeah. Right. All right. So anyway, we know where we, we know we don't know where we are. I think that's pretty much the bottom line here. And, you know. So we know that we're lost is what you're saying. We know we don't know where we are and where we're going. Aren't you panicked? I'm like, no, I'm just watching what happens. Of course, this is happening. Ten before the hour, Jennifer Warren, Victoria Keel, and Doug Steffen here on the Talk Radio Roundup. The Talk Radio Countdown. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you're a single man under the age of 35, you'd probably like to know what the ladies are looking for on an online dating site. A guy who had a few drinks and later got pulled over for buzz driving. See, that could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. And doesn't a guy who's back living with his parents but calls them my roommates just scream Mr. Right? Buzzed, busted, and broke. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. WOMI and WOMIOwensboro.com. We're counting down what America's talking about. The Talk Radio Countdown Show continues. The Talk Radio Countdown. Tech Talk time now to have our uh, opportunity to go through the top five items this week from the world of technology. According to research done by Victoria Keelan, who's here to get us started at number five, a big announcement for Apple. One more mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, that's exactly the name of the event. One more thing. And that's uh, going to be scheduled for November 10th. And uh, we're not exactly sure. Apple loves their secrecy and their dramatics. So we're not exactly sure what we're going to see, but we think that it will be the new Mac uh, desktop computers. This is going to be, these are the first batch that will be run on Apple's own Silicon Valley chips instead of Intel processors. And that's the first time since 2005 that Apple has used their own chips. So we think that's what it will be. The, the, the language of one more thing is kind of notable because Former CEO Steve Jobs, in keynotes for significant product announcements, he used to always say, oh, and one more thing. And then he kind of was the showman, and he would pull out one more item that was brand new that would wow the crowd. Obviously, with COVID, there, there is no in-person crowd anymore. Everything is virtual. But the last time Apple used this phrase, the Steve Jobs one more thing, was back in 2017 when they unveiled the iPhone 10. So we'll see where it, where it goes, but they have not had a new line of MacBooks or desktops in a while, so it'll be interesting to see what they actually produce on November 10th. All right, Google up next with uh, a uh, search, an overview of what's being <laughs> searched. This is kind of interesting. Yeah, I always love looking at the Google Trends, which is the analytics arm of Google Search, and they let you know what's trending and what people are actually searching for. And uh, this has been a long, it's been a long week with the election. And so people have turned to booze and comfort food. Not surprisingly, the top two queries on Google Search were uh, liquor stores and French fries. <laughs> uh, at one point in the top, 
the the top five election night searches were number one was pizza, which we can attest to because we ate pizza on election night. Chinese food, liquor stores, sushi, and Mexican wow. food. So yeah, so and uh, the the hashtag election day uh, that was trending along with all the different types of food that people were searching and ordering. Number three, uh, focus on AI. Right, in your neck of the woods, oh, Massachusetts really? Institute of Technology, MIT, mm -hmm. says they figured out a way to gauge whether a person has COVID-19 just from the sound of their cough, which is really interesting because we know the cough is a very sort of uh, a hallmark of COVID. And the type of cough that it is is not a usual cough. It's not a cough that would be associated with bronchitis or even pneumonia. It's a, it's a specific cough. And the interesting thing about the what they found at MIT through AI, through artificial intelligence, they have uh, been able to diagnose asymptomatic carriers. That is something that's really, really interesting. 98.5% of coughs from people confirmed with COVID cases, the AI has been uh, very accurate with, and 100% of coughs from asymptomatic people. That's the that's the level of accuracy that these uh, that this new AI has been able to diagnose people who don't even know they have COVID. So if they if they could somehow deploy this nationally, that would just be a huge help in stopping the spread of the virus. Number two, Walmart is uh, going to go away, going against grain here. <laughs> well, yeah, retail robots are scanning shelves and updating inventory. Walmart's been using, and the, Walmart's not the only store that uses them, a lot of them do. But Walmart, for whatever reason, they've been one of the biggest adapters of, of technology in general. They've had these shelf-scanning robots appear in 500 of their stores, but they've decided to get rid of them. And they began using these, these robots supplied by Bossanova Robotics in 2017. Initially, they started out in 50 locations. They liked how they were working. It went up to 500 locations. It was supposed to reach 1,000 stores. But uh, Walmart has pulled the plug on the pro on the uh, on this whole program. So these and a lot of it has to do with COVID because Walmart essentially they didn't give a full clear answer why they got rid of the robots. But there was a Wall Street Journal report this week that said as people didn't go into stores and people were shopping online, they found that it was easier to have humans going to pull products from the shelves based on online orders. So it kind of makes sense. Mm -hmm. Number one, the top tech story of the week. I think this is this is not the story that got the most buzz, but I think it's definitely the most important. If you're not on LinkedIn, get on LinkedIn, especially if you're looking for work. They've launched a new tool that will help you make a career change. It's called the Career Explorer feature, and it displays careers that job seekers can transition into by using the skills that you already have. Most people, like 70, I think it was 45% of job seekers, have said that they have not tried a career change because they don't know where to begin. This new tool on LinkedIn will help you assess your skills and your experience, and it will then tell you all the different new careers that you're qualified for. So I, I think that this is just a fabulous program, and it's free. Get on LinkedIn as soon as you can. 59 past the hour. Thank you, Victoria. Talk Radio the Talk Radio Countdown Show is a production of Stefan Multimedia, produced by Bob K. Sound and Recording. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. There's a place to share the joy of your team winning it all. And a place to share a laugh about skiing and taking a fall. There's a place to share photos of pets or singing in the choir. Or the time you ate a pepper and your mouth was on fire. But we could all be better at sharing how we're feeling inside. 76% of employees have struggled with at least one issue that affected their mental health. When you share, you're not alone. Ask about your company's emotional health benefits. Visit heart.org slash sharing. Brought to you by the American Heart Association. From the Madisonville Garage Doors of Owensboro Studios, this is WOMI Owensboro. 99.1 FM, 1490 AM, WOMIOwensboro.com, and translator W256CF. The vote count wears on. I'm Pam Puso, Fox News. As more and more ballots are tallied, Joe Biden is widening his lead over President Trump. 
Former Vice President Joe Biden stopped short of a victory speech. He believes he'll ultimately be declared the winner once all the votes are counted. We have to remain calm, patient, let the process work out. Before Biden's speech, President Trump tweeted, Joe Biden should not wrongfully claim the office of the president. I could make that claim also. Legal proceedings are just now beginning. Fox's Ray Bogan. A flood of legal challenges has been mounted by the Trump campaign and Republicans in places like Pennsylvania, Arizona, and Georgia. Yesterday, a federal judge rejected a GOP lawsuit against ballot processing in the state of Nevada. U.S. District Court Judge Andrew Gordon denied the emergency relief request from Nevada Republicans, stating that attorneys for Republicans have not demonstrated a likelihood of success on the merits. The Republicans and a voter who filed the suit asked for a recount of all mail-in ballots. The judge said based on Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh's writings about a case out of Wisconsin involving counting votes beyond Election Day, that he should not usurp the proper role of the state legislature, which wrote state election laws. Fox's Jessica Rosenthal. Supporters of the president are also pointing to an election counting software used in several states that they claim has glitches. For example, in one Michigan county, Republicans say thousands of votes were counted for Democrats by mistake. The county clerk says there was a miscalculation of votes. Lawyers should be, for the campaign, in every one of those jurisdictions demanding the fix and demanding a, re a manual recount. Jay Sekulow, an attorney for President Trump, speaking to Fox's Sean Hannity. America's listening to Fox News. Teresa Rowe hosts Shape by Faith. Join Teresa for motivational, encouraging, and inspiring interviews with special guests. Also listen for the workout of the week, exercises that suit you any time of the day. Shape by Faith on WOMI and online at WOMIOwensboro.com. Now, here's Teresa Rowe. Welcome to Shape by Faith. We shape our bodies and hearts for God's purposes. I've got an exciting guest today with me. She is on the phone. A lot of people know who she is, Michelle McGann. She lives in Florida. She's a professional golfer with a history of some major, major wins, both as an amateur golfer and in the LPGA tournaments. And since joining the LPGA Tour, Michelle has won eight professional tournaments and participated in two Soham I can't even say that name, <laughs> Michelle Soheim so Cups. She has played golf with presidents and captains of industry, some of the greatest sportsmen and women in history. She is also a huge advocate for uh, type 1 diabetes. Uh, thank you so much, Michelle, for being on Shape by Faith. Thanks for having me. I, I'm looking forward to this and getting to spread my word and my life story with so many people out there. and. Hopefully, by some of the questions I can answer, we will definitely be able to make a difference in some people's lives. Absolutely. I believe that. Well, I want to talk about your background first. You probably always get asked this question. So, how old were you when you picked up your first set of golf clubs? Well, when I officially had real clubs, I mean, I'm sure I had some plastic ones. Right. <laughs> probably three, four, because uh, my dad was a great athlete and he was a good golfer himself. So, but officially it was around seven or eight. Um, that, that, those years when, you know, I got the real clubs and, you know, were, were hitting balls and taking lessons. And I actually just found some pictures the other day um, of me starting, you know, on a mat and just just looking at those inspired me to you know get my niece and nephew out there again and uh it's just a tremendous game and i'm so fortunate that i was able to learn at a young age absolutely it sounds like you and your father have a very good relationship you playing golf with him and and him being a great athlete and we're going to also bring your mom into this as well she's a nurse is that correct Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, I'm going to ask you, what did you like and what do you like most about golf? Well, in the beginning, I enjoyed the challenge mm -hmm. of, uh, you know, you, you, the lower the score, the better. So that was kind of my goal is to every age group to play in certain tournaments. You had to shoot a suit, certain score. Uh, first, it was making making a par. You know, I started on a par three golf course 
which was, was amazing because it was manageable for me. It wasn't too long. I could, um, you know, play it up a little bit more if I had to. So as an eight, nine, ten-year-old, it was amazing because I could achieve success mm-hmm. immediately. And I think that that's a goal for everybody starting, no matter what age you are, is set some goals and try to just, you know, work a little bit at a time. It's a a game that takes time, which sometimes we don't have a lot of that, Mm -hmm. but when we do, you make your practice worthwhile. And that's the one thing that I I enjoyed doing it, and I could do it by myself. I was an only child for nine years, so... I didn't, you know, I didn't have a brother and sister to say, hey, come on, let's go play. But my dad would go with me and my mom, and then, you know, I would get dropped off at the golf course. And um, it was just great. It was safe. Uh, The people that owned the golf course, um, I I called them Aunt, Aunt Sarah, Aunt Jean. One, One of the sisters ran the course. The other sister was the golf pro. And it was just truly an amazing childhood and great way for me to um, to be outside, to enjoy what I was doing. And uh, every year I got a little bit better. <laughs> you obviously did. Um, who inspired you to be a great athlete and helped influence your career? Well, um, you know, bo- both my parents, I would say. Um, I know that we're probably going to touch on my diabetes, too, at some point. Mm-hmm. But when I was 13, that's when I was diagnosed with diabetes. So... Um, you know, both my parents um, were instrumental in making, not not making, um, helping me, because mm-hmm. uh, I was the one that always wanted to go to the golf course. So having diabetes and exercising um, are two great ingredients um, that make your life as a diabetic um, more manageable. So it, it was both my parents um, behind me in everything I did and like I said looking back at pictures now um, you know things haven't changed uh, 42 years later as I'm 50 um, with my mom and dad still inspiring me and still being by my side in everything I do Uh, plus my brother my brother's nine years younger but he was always there um, supporting me whether caddying or going to my lessons and playing himself. Um, but it, it's, it takes a team, and, and that's what you learn day to day uh, and everything in life. You know, it, it's, it's a big challenge that we have ahead of us, and mm-hmm. living with diabetes, trying to play a sport uh, at a professional level, uh, you definitely need a good support system, and um, I was fortunate enough to have that. It sounds like it sounds like God blessed you with the perfect parents, just the right parents, and um, a younger brother who's very supportive of you. You know, golf takes a lot of uh, patience, takes a lot of discipline, and uh, takes a lot of endurance. And and I believe God naturally gifted you, Michelle, um, you know, with this. I I believe that he places within us something or, or lots of different things that we can use to help one another and and to give him glory and obviously you know you had just the right parents to help you accomplish that and encourage you i want to ask um november is national diabetes awareness month i'm so glad you're on shape by faith this month what led to your diabetes um diagnosis well my mom was a pediatric nurse practitioner and she was away on a seminar on diabetes mother's day weekend um 1983 and she came home um after that weekend on that sunday and immediately looked at immediately looked at me and told my dad michelle's diabetic and of course his initial reaction was you know you're crazy you've been learning about this all weekend Mm -hmm. there's no way and my mom says no, I, I know I can smell the ketones on her breath. I can um, see visually she's lost, you know, so much weight just in a few days. I was drinking, you know, enormous amounts of liquids um, and, you know, going to the bathroom all the time. Um, so I had so many of the symptoms. And I went to the her office the next day, the doctor she worked for, and um 
We we didn't have blood sugar finger sticks then, so they did a urine test, and uh, I had you know ketones in my urine, and I remember going to school, but then my mom coming back to get me, and um, you know I, I was admitted right to the hospital, and um, you know sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, I have no idea what diabetes is. Mm-hmm. Can I still have my Mountain Dew and slice of pizza <laughs> at the golf course? And can I still play golf? So yes. those three questions I had, and yes, you can still play golf. Maybe not the Mountain Dew. Uh, the pizza we can work on. And um, off we went. And it, it, I can still remember sitting in the hospital that day and learning that I had to give myself a shot. So I... I had a, you know, practiced on an orange and, you know, you look back and you think, you know, you definitely are given the strength. And as I see other young diabetics that I talk to, you can see that some certain kids are unfortunately diagnosed with diabetes, but have that strength to be a great role model for others. And Mm -hmm. I've just been lucky enough to be able to help some of them and in return they will now pay it forward and help others i love that thank you for sharing that with us michelle and i hope that speaks to um, so many people that are listening right now and they they need to also be aware of what's going on in their own bodies you know bring awareness to how they're feeling and um how they're moving we, we need to take a quick break right here so when we come back um you're going to hear more from michelle mcgann on shape by faith everyone stay tuned W-O-M-I. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.